What's going on, Philadelphia? Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And that is an actual Charlie Brown person standing to my left. That is Vince Quinn. Uh, I love the shades, though. <laughs> the green shades for green holidays. And uh, I am John Barchard, as always. Um, I have got some unfortunate news to start with, everybody. First and foremost, <laughs> I've had a long conversation with Carrie and the Minshew mustache. And if I ever want to have sex again, I've been told I've got to <laughs> get rid of this thing. Overrated. So, <laughs> sex overrated. Despite the almost, I believe, 70% poll that is in favor of keeping the Minshew mustache for yeah. a little longer, I believe I've, the I've got to get rid of it after uh, today. 62-38. So. Oh, Sorry, John. All right. You're, you're never having sex again. <laughs> it's never happening. It's over. Happy holidays. Boy, oh, boy. Um, so... With that, I also probably have to uh, to pop the other sex balloon here. And we're uh, <laughs> no ecstasy of gold this week. I'm so I we said it on when Barney was here, and I just you know. And there's, can I get into the reasons why? Yeah, like, yeah, you can I do just, it. You hate the listeners. I hate the listeners yep. first and foremost. Yes. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> and it's not because I'm not pumped up for this game either. I'm very pumped up. It's just. Am I wrong? This is losing a teensy wincy little juice because Hertz is probably not going to play, and my ecstasy of gold was going to be an exclamation point for MVP and all this other stuff. If we're going to, you know, be completely transparent here, looks like Garner's going to go, but I'm equally as excited. And hold on for that, and I'm going to tell you why. And you should be very pumped up about this week. But do you think that's fair? Like, are we losing a little? Are you losing a little juice? Is Taylor losing a little juice? Yeah, I mean, this this game was supposed to be like Captain America waking up back in the 1940s and slaying the Nazis. You know what I mean? Like, that's what everybody was here for. We're here for a good well, old that's hero what I was thinking. Yeah, to yeah. beat a good old-fashioned villain. That's all we wanted. It was Jalen Hurts beating Versus the Cowboys. Versus Micah Parsons, and now it's just... Christmas Eve, yeah. you know? Like, it was all the storylines were there. Everybody wanted it. Yeah, it's a little different of a dynamic now that Hurts is, is very likely not in this game. Yeah, and I, I want to start there for a second because there's been... Some theories back and forth in the Discord, bellandthebirdmen.com. Make sure to jump into there as well. But, like, is this total gamesmanship here? Are we going to wake up Saturday and say it's going to be a game-time decision for Jalen Hurts? Do you think it's any possibility here? I don't think so. I think it's all Minshew. But are, is there any possibility in your mind that they're pulling something here and Jalen's going to be the guy and all of a sudden just pop up on the practice report or whatever it is? As limited participant or something like that. Yeah, I, I, you know, I just wouldn't expect that kind of like Bugs Bunny element to Nick Sirianni. You know, it's just like if anything, usually the way these things go, it's always like, oh, well, he's, we're gonna see, we're gonna, he's probably gonna, we're hoping he can play. In this case, they were like, no, he's probably not playing, and and now they're slowly working it back. I, I like them leaving the door open, because. I mean, leave the door open. Sure, yeah, you, you got to account for it. I mean, what what do we talk about? I mean, it's the reason he's injured, but it's also the reason he's a potential MVP. It's the legs and preparing for that, and what calls are you going to have, and whatever. So, like, it's a different thing to prepare for. It's another thing to prepare for. It helps Gardner Minshew. Yeah, like let that ride all week. I mean, honestly, I would list Jalen Hurts as a game time decision if you can. Yeah, just I, and let it ride. Fuck with him as much as uh, as you want to. Now, including me, it's fucking with all of us, which I think is great. And if Jalen ends up playing this game i'll be really disappointed that we didn't do ecstasy of gold so i'm just throwing it all out there i i i'm and i don't want to jinx this i don't have a good record against the cowboys either just don't like it. it's a third road game you know but but that is not displaying any form of non-confidence here towards the philadelphia eagles and garner Minshew. because can i tell you what i 
honestly believe is going to happen here. Sure. They're going to kick the ever-living shit out of him. It, that's why it's not even a it's not even a challenge for me to to like this this is starting to feel more like a Bears game and not because of Jalen Hurts' injury. It's just the Dallas Cowboys have already checked out too. I smell it. I can feel it. You know, between Diggs saying MVP to Jalen Hurts on Instagram the other week, and then like Micah Parsons just looks like such an asshole after like all the talk up to it, all the MVP talk and all this like, hey, we're going to go and do this thing. And now they made this game almost not matter. You know, they took the juice out of it a little bit. And like, guys, Gardner Minshew this whole time, because I was reminding of uh, reminding Vince in the car this whole conversation. Gardner Minshew is going to have one of the games of his life. And it's not because of probably what you're thinking on the surface, because I know like it is. Uh, I, I don't even want to comment on it because God knows what type of a relationship, and it was a close one between Gardner Minshew and Mike Leach and all that, and I know he's had a tough week, but beyond all that, I think we have downplayed how much better this guy could have possibly gotten in the offseason, and we really don't know or have a good idea of how much better. Do you want to know why? I'm going to take you back to training camp. When we were looking at training camp tweets, and I'll even take it back a little further, the stupid, I'll call it stupid now, mm-hmm. the stupid Derek Gunn report about, hey, Jalen didn't have exactly the greatest OTA maybe Gardner Minshew did, had a better one, whatever it is. And then as soon as training camp rolled around, be like, oh, okay, that was hilarious. But here's one thing we never saw during training camp. Do you know who Gardner Minshew was throwing to mostly and struggling against? And, like, I remember Elliot Shore Parks charting that he wasn't having that great of a time. There was a part of it where Jimmy Kensey was getting in there and saying, like, Hey, this QB two position thing looks up. Reed Sinet is taking over yeah. snaps. I think oh you my god! Bit into that apple a little bit uh, too rightfully were, so. Yeah, by the way, yeah. yeah, they were they were getting me a little bit with that. <laughs> and then Ugh. then the preseason game happens. Reed Sinet looks terrible. Gardner Minshew looks sharp as hell, and you're going, "Well, what's the difference here?" Do you remember who Gardner Minshew had been throwing to from uh, May basically until August? No, Jalen Rager. Oh god. <laughs> Oh Jalen Breaker was on this team, and you forget about that the entire time, and that is why you're struggling because he's making Kirk Cousins look like an asshole in a 33-point you know, point comeback. He's doing all the same things, and you're just clicking and going, yeah. Uh, you know, and Reed Sinet, I don't even think about it anymore. Where is he? Hanging out on the beach somewhere, enjoying a cup of coffee? No idea. No idea. This guy spinning it, and I know it's all anecdotal bullcrap when it comes around this time, but I'm biting this apple big time. That guy spent the entire summer in a trailer then brought it to Novacare and spent it there. He has wanted this opportunity, much like he did with the Jets' opportunity. This guy has started before in this league. He is way above Cooper Rush in terms of head talent and decision-making. He is looking sharper and sharper. He is not doing anything but going crazy and focusing on himself on a, on a what, the, the last bit of rookie contract is here. Do you think for a second that he's not going to throw four touchdowns in this game? Because he is going to, and we're going to be right back here going, oh, John, look at this Homer idiot talking about the backup quarterback again. And nope, we're going to have a conversation starting Monday or Sunday morning from there on out discussing how good this offense is, and that's why Jalen Hurts shouldn't be MVP. That's how good of a game he's going to have, and that's not to knock down Jalen Hurts. That's not to knock down any of the bullshit that's coming that way. I'm just saying that talking head, yada, 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 NFL media is coming because of how good of a game he's going to have. He is going to light this Cowboys defense up. 
You have n- they have no Woo! idea what's about to come here. And it's not a prolonging thing. I don't think Gardner Minshew could ever do it for 18 games or whatever it is. And, man, like, maybe two years from now, we'll all, all be wrong about that, too. And he's hanging out at some, I don't know, the Cleveland Browns and, and slinging it and finally breaking that curse or whatever. But I think we have downplayed how much better Gardner Minshew has gotten and we haven't seen a true opportunity yet. And he's just been sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then one of his mentors passes away the same week that he gets his same start. I know what I would be thinking. That's all I'm saying. This is going to be a bloodbath, man. They're going to crush. Not only that, you've got Micah Parsons still floating around in the locker room. That offensive line wants a piece of him too, man. Miles Sanders, Gardner Minshew, Dallas Goddard destroying this team on the road because the quarterback is healthy that's it that's why (laughs) and and Dak is gonna do Dak things and everyone's gonna and the other thing that's annoying me this week is just like how many excuses that the Cowboys fans really do have floating out all over the place on saying this really isn't that bad of a team they actually sound a lot like you did a couple of weeks ago when you were pumping them up there and I'm so glad you used your superpowers for good (laughs) they were good then then. yeah now they're not but like they're scrambling for answers all over the place, you know. They're 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 not. Health is a, a little bit of a concern for them right now too. I'd say a lot of a concern. I mean, they've they've got injuries all over the place. They do. Uh, offensive line and the secondary, defensive line, which is a major strong suit for them. So you got injuries there. Uh, sickness. Apparently, there's some sort of whatever, which everybody's getting Doesn't sick help. everywhere right now, all the time. I mean, it is it's brutal out there for all of us, and uh, and Dallas is going through that too. So yeah, uh, all the things going into this game look pretty bad for Dallas. They've played like shit recently. I mean, like they need this. They need this pretty bad. Uh, if you're, I mean, one, they have no hopes of the one seed. But if they're deluding themselves into it, then yeah, you need this. Uh, if you don't, I mean, they be- posted an article today uh, on how how they could still get the one seed. So yeah, it's uh, somebody's thinking hope about and it. Pray are the two <laughs> steps. Uh, but but outside of that, yeah, I mean, for for whatever seeding and matchups and whatever, like they're they're going to have to try to win some games here. Uh, but man, yeah. I, if I'm the Eagles, I still want to kick the shit out of Dallas for this game. Absolutely. Because they went after Jalen. He's the heart of the team. Like, who the fuck are you? I mean, this was, uh, wasn't it Demarcus Lawrence at the beginning of this year? There was like, Started, yep, yep. he hasn't played us yet. And then, I mean, they <laughs> won. He wasn't immaculate in that game, no. but they won. So, like, okay. And then they still come out again and go after him again. So, yeah, I think everybody on this team wants to kill Dallas. I think Minshew, it's a little bit different. Because he's always wanted to start. And I and that's what people discount about Minshew. Like, there's so many guys in the league that just know they're backups at this point. Minshew's only 26. He only played in Jacksonville, which is a complete shithole. And that whole roster's turned over since he's been there. You know, like, there's been so much change. So, for him to get opportunities last year, he plays the Jets game. What does he say? I want to start. Oh, that late does. into the season with Jalen Hurts and his draft status and whatever, he said, "You know what? I want to. I should start over this guy. I won this game. I want to keep going." They were like, "No," and so he's still here. But he's playing to get a contract, and that's that's what's interesting. Not just for this game, but down the stretch, Gardner Minshew. He's this is the audition now. This is his chance. I mean, it's funny enough because he's kind of folsy to me. But Nick Foles, yeah. same thing. Indianapolis yeah. Colts. Last three weeks of the season, getting chances to start, prove yourself, make your money. And Minshew is going to be a Texan, but uh, <laughs> I, I weep for him. Jet, oh, love him as a jet. I love him as a jet. That would Robert, be- are you listening? 
you know, be, come on, talk to Howie, pick up the phone. I know your buddy uh, likes to talk to him, too. I yeah, like that idea. So, and, and get us the comp pick, baby. Give him the contract. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think Minshew's going to be as locked in as you could a- absolutely expect. Same thing for him, second year in the system. Weapons are better. Offense has evolved. There's a lot of reason for him to, to have a good game. Well, you led me right to the water here, Vince Quinn, because, listen, I know that there's this huge game theory going on. As long as Jalen Hurts is healthy, I want him starting. If he needs to get out there, to get back into the rhythm. I want him doing that. But I'm just going to float this out there. If Jalen still needs to get to 100% and feel good and there's not there's nothing to play for, going into the Saints game, let's say Gardner starts that for health reasons again. Let's just make sure you're cool. Now you are crushing the Saints' playoff dreams. You make your pick better. So what are you really fighting for other than Getting Gardner Minshew a little more time and reps with this offense. Maybe you, you know, throw him in with the twos, and you have some teams maybe audition for him in the offseason before you know that <laughs> free agency officially hits or whatever. And you can make that trade, or you can, you know, however Howie Roseman kind of does his magic. What if you could trade him before the offseason? Begins. Well, they can't. Uh, they can't or just right because he's going to be a free agent. So like, you're, you're, I know those rules work where you can like hold on to their rights for that last seven day window. You can make a trade in between there for the tampering thing, and still. G- I, I'm just saying, big brain, big picture. That's a, a a bystander of it. But regardless, why wouldn't you just have Jalen Hurts chill and let Garner get reps? Yeah. You if, have to. If that's the way it goes, I'm fine with doing that as long as Jalen doesn't it doesn't screw up his rhythm or he wants to get back out there fine. But I think Gardner the whole way, to be honest with you, if you lock this up on Sunday, Saturday, excuse me. Yeah, if, if you win this game, there's there's no reason to play Jalen the rest of the way here. Uh, yeah, let Gardner Minshew get the reps until he's 100%. And look, if he is 100%, you know what? He makes the choice that he wants to play week 18 against the Giants and Sirianni and everybody else says, yeah, we're going to play this game, we're going to play it well because we have the bye essentially after this, then he's earned the right to do that, you know? So yeah. I won't begrudge him if he does, but right now his shoulder's jacked up. I'd let him sit. So let that go. And, and for the Eagles' standpoint, too, I mean, this is where it gets interesting because I'm talking about a comp pick. Like, if Minshew plays well for three weeks, you can argue the same thing. It's the offense and whatever, but, like, somebody's paying that guy, and yeah. and he's going to have all those opportunities. But if he comes out and he looks average or kind of forgettable and like a backup, well, then the Eagles could – keep this guy pretty affordably as a backup for the next couple of years, which I don't mind that either. I would love that. So, yeah, like, let the market bear itself out. I know Minshew's going to do everything in his power to try to start somewhere, but if the deals aren't there and he can get comfortable money and he can come back here, I think he'd do that. So uh, it, it works out for the Eagles either way. You just get a better idea of who Minshew is on this team and what he is as a, as a quarterback at this stage of his career. Yeah, and I don't – I'm not sure if Gardner Minshew will ever be, like, a long-term starter for anybody, but, man, I just – I, I just feel like he he can be given if you know this type of offense is some way to build it like you build anything like you build around Jalen like you build around anybody with a, a cheapish contract I, I I still there's a part of me that does feel like Gardner has some more upside value especially with the rest of the backups like in the NFC East but in the NFC alone I don't know what you want to call the 49ers situation exactly you know but if if we're going to talk about like easy offenses and whatever 49ers jesus you know like that that seems like gardner Minshew could fit really well in the in that offense and like still hang out with trey lance oh, and still man. figure where well, you're going wrong jimmy g i would do that why wouldn't I? I that's that seems very logical to me he seems like a kyle shanahan type of quarterback 
He you does. Know? So and, yeah, uh, he's quick. He makes those decisions quickly. So I just, I I do feel that he could possibly be the next best quarterback in the NFC from like every other starter in the league. If the, a starter goes down, I'm picking Gardner Minshew. I don't think there's. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I didn't think I'd be saying that like a, a year ago, um, but the Eagles are so fucking good at this, man. Like that's why I'm just not. I'm not worried about this week. I'm not worried about uh, the the next couple of weeks. The only thing I'm going to be annoyed by is everyone bitching about Gardner Minshew's success, and that means that Jalen Hurts' success is not not gr- good anymore. Which is so dumb. <laughs> Which is the dumbest thing on earth. It's yeah. so dumb. It it's just a misunderstanding of what makes him good. And like I've bitched about that enough. I've stated the case enough. So I, I'm not going to do that again. But man, yeah, to go like, oh, this backup played one single potentially good game. Then yeah, it's not a good argument against the MVP. It's it's like why can't both things be true? Yeah. Of the quarterback is great, the team is great, the coaching is, right now is great. Uh, like it, it's just all of that together. I mean, look, we never look at a guy that's a good player on a shitty team and go, he should be the MVP. Never happens. Got to have a winning record. So by default, the team's pretty good. Yes. You know, like they're they they're winning games. Other players on the team have to be good because if it's just one guy doing stuff, they're not any good. They don't do anything. They don't win games. And you're not in the conversation. So it's like, what do you want? Do you want an MVP that wins games or not? Because there's plenty of MVPs that don't win shit. Yeah. I mean, I like not not going to tell you. I know everything about '90s, early '90s football, but like, <laughs> how many MVPs could Barry Sanders have won? They didn't do shit. Like, they didn't do shit. So what do you want? Like, you know, it's just that you got to pick a lane here. You got to figure out what you actually want from this. And nobody ever talks about losers. So right. he wins games. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe he, sh- he should have lost one or two more. Or we should have asked he A.J. Brown to drop more passes. What, what he should have like, done is is got himself into um, a deficit and then come back from that deficit and then put up all those pretty little numbers to show how efficient you are in scoring. And then, and then that's... Well, and that's he, what he, happens. It's funny because he kind of has, and then he's had game-winning drives as a result of that. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And he's also it's fucking like, kicked motherfucking teams off the field and rested for 11 minutes of gameplay. Yeah. So, like, I don't know what you want him to do. Should have been down to the wire, John. If, yeah. I mean, if he let these other teams in down to the wire and then he scored in the last minute rather than being <laughs> up by 21 points, yeah. then maybe he'd be the MVP. Yeah. You know, that's that's really what it is. I, I need closer games, John. Yeah, I need more drama. Games. Closer games are actually better. Did you know that? It's, it if helps you win, the case. Yeah, you're actually a better football team if you win closer games as opposed to blowing people out. So, um, uh, speaking of, uh, of getting blown out, I know that you're – Vocals are going to have uh, quite a tough time over the holidays because of all the booze, all the wine, all the things you need to do. And you're going to be on the road a lot. So please, safe uh, travels wherever you're going because I know the snow and the wind and all that stuff is happening. And um, there's no better can to take with you on the holidays than liquid death mountain water. One, recyclable. Don't buy that plastic crap. Uh, It's going to go in a dolphin's mouth at some point in time because it's not recyclable. It ends up in a landfill in New Jersey. Second of all, this is the best damn stocking stuffer on the planet. I'm showing it to the YouTube audience. If you don't know what liquid death is, by now, 16.9 ounces of aluminum murdering thirst uh, uh, filled with, uh, you know, the delicious uh, water from the Alps that goes into my mouth and soul directly. And if you put that in a stocking stuffer of any kind, I guarantee you're the best Uncle, Funkel, uh, aunt, grandma, grandpa, niece, nephew, whatever it is uh, it is to you, uh, you will get giggles and laughs and probably scares 
with Liquid Death. So go to liquiddeath.com slash bell to find out where you can get Liquid Death on your road trip, wherever you're going these holidays. And uh, I'm keeping this can forever because it seems like uh, we're running out of it all the time. Well, so, so. much for giving it out as a gift. But uh, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, it's, it, and it's funny because like it, it's hard to get gifts, man. It's I'm, terrible to get gifts. I'm having an impossible time. And I always do, it, it, for all these different reasons. One, we're running around like crazy doing all this with the studio and the show, and, and what, we're traveling the goddamn country this year. Like, I, Thank you, Philly Sports Trips. We'll see you real soon at the Sixers game, too, because yeah, amazing. Yes. So, like, it's it, it's all been great, but it's just like to, to find the time of what makes a good gift, because here's, here's some of the rules for me. Like, I will never buy somebody clothes. Why? I won't do it. Why? Because what am I buying them? What am I like? I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know what their style is for the most part. Like, yes, I, you do. You see, I, I see, see that, what you wear and what he wears every single day. I would pick out clothing for you. If I go, oh, this reminds me of Vince, or this reminds me of Taylor. See, that that scares the shit out Terrible of me. Terrible idea. I, yeah, I, I try not to. I pick. I have very selective Wait, you're places. Team? You're with him. Absolutely. Wow. Like, like maybe like a hat. Or something. Yeah. Like, that's a safer bet. But like, you're telling me if I walked in here with like a really cool shirt from Philly Sports Shirts or something like that and be like, hey, I thought of you. This looks so good. You'd be like, oh man, that'd be a tough time to figure out what John would, wouldn't want to wear. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, part of it is I don't want people buying stuff for me. I hate when I get clothes bought for me. It's, it's I don't a mind very, at all. I'll take all the help. Because people yeah. are like, oh, this is something that you should wear all the time. And it's like, I don't know if I like this is something to wear all the time. Like I, I don't wear a lot of things. I always, I always thin out my closet. I'm constantly donating clothes, hey and I just have a couple of yeah, hey, giddy up. <laughs> and uh, let me let me wiggle the glasses too. But like when I do that kind of stuff, a lot of times what happens is I, I give clothes away. I might buy a couple of things on the cheap that yeah. I like that I can wear a lot, and then once it's run into the ground, I replace it with something else. So like, the, it, it's just hard to be like, yeah, uh, could you buy me a size eleven shoe? Uh, I like don't buy shoes, don't buy clothes. I try to dodge that stuff. So like trying to think of other people and what to get them. I feel like I got to know. Like the only good gift to me is replacing shit for somebody. <laughs> like I, I it's, it just feels like a slam dunk. This is this is my mother coming through. I'm channeling mom energy big time. But like uh, what I would always do, it's it, it. She always did it to me. Was like, oh, I'd have an Eagles hoodie for example, and it yeah. was ripped as shit. Right where the hood comes to the top of the hoodie, it was ripped. Right. I had holes at the end where the where it changes. So I had holes in between, so my thumb came through, and it was ripped at the top. My mom hated it. So what do you know? She gets me a new Eagles hoodie. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was like, okay. So like, I, I so think- there is no piece of clothing that I could get, get either one of you as a gift, and you'd be like, oh, holy shit, this is totally me, and I didn't even know I needed this thing. It's but I do need this thing. It's possible, but it's, it, it's a is massive it likely. Risk. Yeah, yes. massive risk, man. I'd like to put that to the test someday. Yeah. Oh, don't so do what it. do you guys want as gifts? Like what is your cuz I saw this going around, you know, and we're going to exchange gifts by the way. So that's going to be on a future the next We are in, which is in person episode and just like typical guys we're so late and I Vince's presence late and I think his half is late and I have a good Taylor story. forgot his and all that fun stuff too. So but what it's it's like do guys really not want anything? I don't. I like I don't have a that, that's a that's a that's a thing that always happens. Like guys just don't want gifts. No, I don't the, think that's it's, true. It's, I just don't think we ever know what we want. And you're a great example of that. <laughs> like I would never get my friend clothes. I would. You wouldn't like uh, if I found us an Overwatch party for fucking ten hours where we go hang out with a bunch of other fellow nerds and just go crazy. That yeah. wouldn't be a good gift. Okay, that'd see, be fun. That's the one lane that I actually lean into. <laughs> 
is not not just not specifically Overwatch parties. I I deleted the second one. We can talk about that another oh, time. Nice. Yeah. But it, they, they they pissed me off. Uh, but but so I didn't even buy it. Anyway, it wasn't worth. See, it. look, you would have missed that gift though. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Over, no, the, the yeah. original Overwatch. I didn't say Overwatch two. Well, Overwatch one is dead, and Overwatch yeah. two is free, and it's not worth the price. But uh, w- when you think about like stuff like that, that's the one thing I'll try to say to people is like events like maybe tickets to something if i have the time to find something that's worth it like i'll do that but otherwise i really like i used to get dvds as a kid i used to get video games as a kid i don't really ask for those anymore (laughs) because the Um, technology's dead (laughs) well it is yeah i'm not gonna be like hey uh i don't know could you pay for this rental on amazon prime like you want to venmo me five bucks a slam dunk would be wouldn't it be getting us the the Kelsey Maialata albums and just being like, hey, guys, here you go. I mean, I know you can't get the album anymore because they're sold out, but like, well, even the digital purchase, like, here you go, guys. Well, is it on something? It's, it's not on Spotify? I'm pretty sure it's on uh, on all digital platforms. Well, then, yeah, don't buy it for me. In two don't, days. Yeah, like, so. I, I mean, I, and I don't have a record player, so don't buy me the vinyl. <laughs> like, I just don't. I, well, so. I know, not for, I'm, just, I'm just, I don't know. Like, you, you would. So what if I bought you a record player and the vinyl? Because you're an old soul. Yeah, That's I what am. I'm saying. But, but then you've. You got to put two and two together. But though. then you've initiated me in a hobby. Yes, like, of course. Yes, but that's a major commitment for me. That's not a commitment. Yes, it is, because then I have a record player now. Yeah, I'm either going to build the infrastructure for the record Earth player. Someone ever finds like a funk record that you might like, and it's the original printing, and be like, here you go, dude, thought you would like it. Yeah. On vinyl. And then I'd be like, oh, this is Spotify? And I just I just Bluetooth it to the speaker over here, and that's all I need. Well, I'm you know, good. there's uh, there's they've advanced technology where you can have like a Bluetooth record player that spins vinyls and connects to your Bluetooth and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, but the, so I, like, I I don't need the record player. Oh I just boy. I'm adding. He steps. is the new Ray Diddy. I, I know he this. Sounds like, he sounds like sounds like Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, okay, let's amend this. Uh, Vince Quinn is very hard to give gifts for because paper, pen, and that's it. Paper, a paper, nice set of games. pens is a good gift. It is. Room, yeah. Yes. I, for as much as I write, a nice set of pens would be great. Oddly um, enough, it's tipping some of my hands for the next episode. So. Oh, <laughs> buddy. Uh, well, yeah, I don't want to talk about how I'm going to look next episode. But but outside of that, uh, yeah, I just it, it, getting gifts is hard for people. I feel like you got to be around somebody to see what they're doing all the time to like understand what a good gift is. Because otherwise, I'm shooting in the dark. And a lot of times, I feel like... But People won't admit if you gift. got him a shitty gift. It's a it's a shitty gift, and not to your not to your partner, your soulmates, or whatever, because you should you know you gotta be on the same wavelength there. But like, isn't your time a good gift? Just if you're creative about it, my Did time you, how like like I want to go take you to this particular concert. I want to go take you to this. We're gonna have a movie night, and it's gonna be a thing. And it's not just like you know your normal. Just juice it up with something fun that's like, hey, we're something to look forward to. Yeah, like something like that I can I can get more behind. Like an experience, like an doing experience. something. Yeah. Things things like that not I a, can not get. Not a rub your hand coupon for an hour. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, but <laughs> otherwise, uh, and it's like, I don't know, can you can you pay for a part-time employee for the studio? Like, yeah, I, you know what I mean? Like, what am I going to ask people? That This is what I What's think about. This is what all my friends... Well, nobody it's does that. a big that. fucking gift, by well, the way. Yeah, but yeah, it is. So that's the thing. It's like, I, it, it, it's like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, could you help me afford a mortgage? Uh, like, I, I can't... You know what I mean? I just... I, there's so many gifts that I just don't want. I won't use enough. They're nice ideas. I don't have the time for it. I, I just feel like people take all these dramatic swings, and it's like... I, and I've done it myself. I, want, I'll, uh, I'll uh, buy like an ice cream maker <laughs> when I'm 17 for somebody, and then it's like, oh, I'll never make this shit. Thank you. 
I'll never do it once in my life. So buy a $500 mutual fund for Vince Quinn for the holiday season. Cash is Thanks, great. man. Cash or an Arby's gift card. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't know. I just like... Arby's I, gift card? All right. Yeah, food. Food is fine. Food is like Taylor, Taylor a meal, gift card. When somebody asks like for gift ideas, what do you tell them? Uh, a nice bottle of liquor. See? And that works. That's fine. <laughs> Brown stuff for Vince. Isn't that always how it goes? It's like liquor, some some gadget, some sort, and that like that's, no gadgets. That's, that's the box that we're kind of like in. My mom always gets me a book that I never read, like <laughs> See, all the time. That happens every year, and you never <laughs> like I just all those years it's of a, books. It's it's a biography about someone that I have no interest in at all. It's just like and constant, which I think is the best thing of all. It makes me smile every year. I look forward to it every year. It's here's John Bon Jovi's biography. I'm like, yeah, nope. Because every year you're getting these, you're going, oh, thanks, mom. This is great. And she's like, oh, this is great. I'm just going to do this every year now. And now you've got 30 books that you've never read. But it looks nice up on there. It's like, oh, you're into Bon Jovi? No, not at all. Uh, well, regardless of that, uh, we hope that uh, you have uh, a wonderful holiday. If you're uh, in the middle of uh, Hanukkah, we hope that is uh, uh, being glorious and wonderful. And, um, you know, Christmas is uh, just around the corner. And I just, to me, I just, why can't we just, the, the last two weeks of December, just everybody just chill. Can we start doing that from now on? Because I just, I lump them all into one thing. It's just better Thanksgiving, a slightly better Thanksgiving, right? That's what we're all uh, going through right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know who loves giving time off? American corporations, John. <laughs> they love they love giving time off at this time of year. What what better time than now to let the people actually go home and enjoy themselves rather than I don't know being a target at eleven <laughs> o'clock at night on a Saturday because yeah, somebody's got to buy something on Christmas Eve that they forgot, like a I, soda maker. Yeah, yeah. so see, there you go. So like it's stuff like that, which I have a uh, I have one of those like seltzer makers that I've used like five times. You know, <laughs> it's just like it's it's just what it is. <laughs> well, uh, I feel very bad for Vince Quinn, who cannot come up with gift ideas. Uh, but uh, I am not sad that uh, the Eagles are going to kick the ever living crap out of the Cowboys. And I can tell you this. There are some gifts for you on the way, uh, the ones that you've been waiting for. So you will have pizza, uh, our good friend uh, that won the uh, Always Open hoodie. That is on the way. We are sending gifts out left and right. And Crane Homes, my friend, you are getting a bottle of our Bell in the Birdman soda uh, because uh, you waited so long on um, a whole bunch of awesome stuff. You supported us from the beginning and can't thank everyone enough for subscribing, listening, giving words of encouragement that's probably been the best gift of all this entire season for us is to be able to be on the road with philly sports strips drink as much liquid death as possible and having you guys by our side in our discord on the text line um and on the road just hanging out and seeing people on the road i mean like meeting jeff this past weekend made shirts for us it was really cool met his kids like it was awesome so yeah thank you to everybody thank you so much uh for taylor credatus for vince quinn we will see you here monday Monday, Monday, Monday with reactions to uh, Dallas and a whole lot more. We'll see you right here on bellandthebirdman.com. Bye, guys. <laughs>